You're now listening to Agency, brought to you by the Blueprint Training Podcast Network. All right, today we're going to do something a little bit different. The number one question that we get asked in the Blueprint Training is, is how do we get more clients? And this question is ever more prevalent from folks that are doing 10K or 5K a month less in terms of revenue. So Brendan and I have put together a special training here, really more about Brendan here because this is something that Brendan has mastered and that's how to get clients off of LinkedIn. And, and before we get into it too, I just want to say, if you are doing less than 10K, 5K a month in revenue and you're not posting on social media every single day, you don't have to ask to write. You don't have the right to ask, how do I get clients? Because this is the way to do it. The first thing that you should be doing is exploiting the free social media channels around you. You should be speaking directly to your avatar, speaking directly to your services, even the people in your closest network. If they don't know what you do, then no one's going to know what you do. So part of this is just kind of removing your barriers in terms of posting on social media, whatever it is. We're not here to help you get past that because if you can't put that past it on your own, if you can't get past that on your own, then running this business is going to be very difficult for you. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to take chances. You've got to put yourself in a position to be uncomfortable. And that's a lot of what this comes down to. And aside from that, it's pretty much a, a pretty simple process to do this. So I'm going to be talking to Brendan today about how to get clients on LinkedIn. So I want to jump into this, Brendan, talking a little bit about why LinkedIn. So start telling a little bit your story, what you were doing before growth sprints and how you've really leveraged LinkedIn to fill your pipeline and get to seven figures in revenue pretty quickly. Yeah. So what's interesting is having a background in content and SEO. It's a lot of writing first. I've always liked writing. When I started just thinking about building audience. I thought a lot about video. I thought a lot about podcasting. Video and podcasting are great for building depth with people, not always for reach, right? I knew that I could write consistently and I'm obsessed with copywriting and thinking through, you know, curiosity levers and open loops and hooks and frameworks and things like that. I knew that I could do that really well. So I just started building an audience before I needed it. So I started posting consistently on LinkedIn. When I look into my analytics for LinkedIn, I got no engagement. It wasn't great. And that was probably better. Like people get really nervous. This is a hurdle I think a lot of people have to get over, especially agency owners where they're like, well, what if it's not good? Yet nobody's going to see it. <laughs> like, do you don't have to worry? It's fine. I took a content marketing framework, Ryan, that you came up with for just general content marketing. And I'm like, I'm just going to apply it straight to LinkedIn. And I did. And I could predictably make specific posts every Monday. And I know every Monday I will get people filling out my form. I don't push really hard every single day, but I know if I can, as good examples, like I can up into the right charts, go nuts on LinkedIn, whether they're revenue, traffic, links, literally anything up into the right stops the scroll. So I know that I can post those every single Monday and people will fill out the form. The question is like, <laughs> I give you the beginning and I give you the end. The in-between is what matters. So, so you've been posting on LinkedIn for a couple of years now, this past month, how much do you have in pipeline directly from LinkedIn? So starting October 1st, which is roughly a month and a half, $476,000 in pipeline from LinkedIn. That is wild to some people. Some people are like, that's insane. Can't even believe that. Other people listening are probably like, that's not a lot. But when you remember that I'm operating 
a business, you know, the premise of this podcast is that we're building agent business agencies that give us agency and freedom in our lives. I'm operating a business with extremely high margins. There's a lot of agencies that do 10 million a year. They have like 10%. I have the opposite, right? So I'm at 90, 99% margin on everything. The, so this is pretty significant in terms of like what it actually does for me and my family. I'm still active other places. And I think this is important for people to realize it's LinkedIn, but I'm also extremely active in the communities that my audience is a part of. I still get a lot of referrals. Like you can see referral is pretty significant in Q3. It'll still be significant in Q4, but LinkedIn has absolutely exploded over time. What else are you doing for marketing? The only, I get, like I said, I get referrals. I have a community of in-house SaaS marketers. Who is my audience? The whole point of community is that people help each other. It's not me trying to push to them. I just want them to talk to each other and give them that place and then just be able to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. But other than, you know, maybe the newsletter, but it's all long game stuff. LinkedIn is like the true, like this is marketing. I'm not running ads. I'm not doing outbound. Not saying that any of those things are bad or wrong. You definitely can and should do those things. This is just working really well for me right now. If your messaging is on point and your targeting in terms of who you're speaking to is on point, you can pick up clients pretty easily here, right? This is a long game. If you're a beginner, you don't have to feel overwhelmed about like, oh my God, I don't have any followers. It doesn't matter, right? If you can understand the right strategy for how to create on the platform, you can still get a lot of visibility fairly quickly. And there's some examples of people in the blueprint training too, that are taking a lot of the stuff that we're teaching and applying it. And it's really great to see people starting to pick up and snowball. It's a completely different sales process. That's why you haven't had to hire a salesperson yet because people are coming in and they're closing a lot easier because of, because of the context that they're coming from with the platform. And that's really why LinkedIn is so powerful. One, because you don't need a big following Two, because the quality of the lead that you end up picking up is much higher and three, it snowballs over time right? It's something that does pick up in velocity and volume as you keep doing it more and more. So let's move in and let's talk about some of the keys to success. What would you say is, is your first key to success on LinkedIn? So I think the first thing is consistency, like being able to show up consistently over, even if it's not great, there are so many days where I don't want to post anything. I don't have any ideas and I don't write fresh every day. I am constantly, my notes app is filled with like one liners. So I never have to stare at a blank page batching. I'll sit down and write three, four, five, twelve 12 posts. Also, once you get traction, like you mentioned with the snowball, the consistency thing becomes easy because I, every maybe three to six months, I look back at my top posts from the last three to six months. I, I, I mark them all down. I have never gotten a comment of like, I saw you posted this before. Like if it's good, it's good. People love it. It's not like Twitter where you can post 27 times a day and the algorithm kind of figures out what to do with it. On LinkedIn, you get pretty much one per day. And it looks at the first 90 minutes, how much engagement did you get? And based on those 90 minutes, it pushes it out for the next eight hours. Being thoughtful about what increases reach and do, do I wanna push my audience on this? I think sometimes we get really caught up in the tactics and we'll use the wrong We'll have the right strategy, but maybe use the wrong tactic, if that makes sense. So just to recap that, right? One post a day on LinkedIn, right? What time do you recommend? I mean, because it's all professional platform, right? So yeah. is it like a nine to five thing? Yeah, I do 8 a.m. Central. I haven't tested a bunch. I've noticed if I post after 10 a.m. Central, it doesn't get as much reach. So yep. in, in, ter in terms of that engagement, 
what are we talking about? The LinkedIn algorithm is the comment-driven algorithm. If you're on LinkedIn and you scroll through your feed, you'll see so-and-so liked this, and you'll see so-and-so commented on this, and that's how stuff spreads. You need people with big audiences to on your stuff. It's also funny because then you notice who the uh, we'll call them like engagement pods. You, you they're very obvious once you see them. You'll notice the same seven people with huge audiences just doing comments on each other's stuff. It's a snake mm-hmm. eating its own tail thing. But it's also cool because you can support your friends. Like if I know my comment will help somebody else's thing get more reach, I'll be very thoughtful about what I comment and where I comment. You have to kind of. I think when you're starting out, you want as much exposure as possible. Comment everywhere, right? I use comments very strategically now. I will always comment because I know my followers are going to see it and their followers are going to see it. Find the exact people to connect with over and over and over. I just go down the list, connect with everybody who's looked at my profile, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, of course I'll accept that. I was just looking at his profile. So cool. You know? So so questions, number one, totally agree with the comment strategy. I think it's probably one of the more underrated LinkedIn growth strategies, right? People see comments. They do. I mean, I when I post, I check the comments and I notice them. I, I really do. And I actually try to respond to every comment on uh, that I get on my post just to, to build engagement and encourage others to kind of pile on and in post, but I use comments very strategically as well. I love to be a pain in the ass in comments. If you see a post that triggers something in you and you have a unique point of view to add to that, that's conversational in nature, right? That generates conversation, that generates other comments, that generates feedback. It's a very easy way to build some exposure to your profile. You mentioned the strategy of going through the people who have viewed your profile and then connecting with them, right? If somebody connects with you, do they automatically add it to a follower? And do you know anything about the difference are followers weighted more in terms of content engagement? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't see a huge difference. I've noticed LinkedIn very recently started saying so-and-so follows you and wants to connect. And sometimes it'll be like, they just want to, which is different. I've noticed that I don't pay much attention to followers. It's nice to see it growing. I also don't pay much attention to growing my connections. I know this sounds silly and simplistic, but I really just look at revenue at this point. I think early on you can look at those leading metrics and be like, am I getting more followers? Am I getting whatever? I don't want to attract a general marketing audience at this point on LinkedIn. I've been driving significant revenue back when I had five or 10. Yeah, I think that's a key part of the next point that we have listed here, right? Which is focus on your ICP, not your service. I have the blueprint where I'm talking to agencies, but then I also have my consulting where I'm talking about general marketing. And then I have my agency where I'm talking about attorney marketing, right? So my profile is probably an example of one not to necessarily follow because I'm on the on the general marketing entrepreneur business side. I treat it almost more of a stream of consciousness for essentially what I'm working on right now. And that's not the best way. That's not the best way to use LinkedIn to get clients, right? It's just not. Not, not early on, but you're at a point where it's like we have multiple business units that do different things and they feed each other. Like you have a really healthy structure so you can zoom out and should zoom out. We need to zoom out a little bit as we can affect more pieces of our revenue. If you're just doing an agency like me, you have to be a little more focused. You're a little bit deeper. Think of it like an inverted pyramid. You're yeah, that's a good, further behind. That, that's a good point. I guess for the context of this conversation, right, which is getting clients from LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't, I don't maximize, like if I were to go all in on agencies on LinkedIn, I know it would crush it, 
right? But I also know that understand that I have, like you said, I have multiple businesses. I'd be kind of cutting myself off the knees. I've even gotten to the point where I'm like, I should maybe create separate profiles. <laughs> it's the conversational piece. You have to be creating something that drives conversation, right? If you're inherently posting something that has no unique point of view, no thesis, as I sometimes call it, nothing conversational in nature about it, it's going to be really tough. You have to be able to inherently build engagement with the content that you post. Talk to me about your approach in terms of the content that you, in terms of, in terms of how you build engagement with your content and something that is very competitive and somewhat saturated in terms of SaaS. Where I start is with good copy. Understanding the algorithm works, it's only going to show of a post, of a text-based post, three, maybe four lines, sometimes only two. It depends on how you do your spacing, right? It can be, so you need a really good, call it like a lead. That first sentence has to be an absolute banger. I end up rewriting these five times and I'm always mad at what I hit publish on because I'm like that, I buried it. The lead, the real lead is three fourths of the way down. I should have put that up at the top. Things like that happen. But I think you have to think about like the copyright, like if you think about classic copywriting rules, the goal of the first line is to get them to read the second line. The goal of the second line is to get them to read the third line. Like keep people reading and they'll click that read more. That is the first like piece of engagement is I need you to have what LinkedIn calls dwell time. Have you spent a significant amount of time hovering over my post? And a lot of times if you spend enough time on a post, some people may notice this, it pre-populates some responses for you. It's like, oh, you, you want to reply? I, I've been seeing this phrase everywhere. Google is dying. I see it a lot from competitors that run ads who we've spoken about. Love saying this, like TikTok is a search engine. Everything's a search engine. Companies are wasting so much money in Google. I don't disagree with that sentiment, but this is a dump, right? And if you heard this last six months, you aren't alone, but it's a total lie. Here's the facts. People hit the read more like crazy on that. That drove a ton of engagement. Then I did two bullet points explaining that, first of all, TikTok's not a search engine. Everybody says Gen Z is using it. Nobody's saying that. Google said that because they don't want to get hit with antitrust lawsuits or legislation from the government. But I just kind of pulled them deeper. The thing is, this went viral because of, well, it's one of the more popular posts I did recently because of this beginning piece and also like how it ended. This is a trope on LinkedIn to say thoughts, question mark, because it just really makes people want to share their thoughts. You can see there's 100 comments, 178 likes, pretty decent amount of views. But I did what Andy Raskin, who's a really cool guy around positioning, and he calls it strategic narrative. He talks a lot about this like old game, new game. So I started talking about old game, new game here at the bottom, right? Like the loudest voices are these people, they're incentivized to do the opposite. The loudest people bashing this are SEO agencies. You would think that I wouldn't dog on SEO, right? It's sort of counterintuitive. But all of this is very thoughtful. It's definitely a rant, but there's so many points in here. Like this is a core thesis of mine that a lot of times we think we're having tactics debates. We're not, we're having quality debates. Like, is it good or not? SEO isn't dying. It's a question of whether or not it's good. Same thing with ads, same thing with anything. There's a lot of pieces of thesis in here that I'm seeding and then I'm reading the comments to see, and you can see I even it was like, join my newsletter, join my community, work with me type of thing. And I even call it out, like if you're in on the... And then I'm reading these comments. You can see I'm replying to every single one of these, just like you, Ryan. Like, I, I just want to see what resonates the most. And this is very much how I think about every single post. Hey there, real quick, Ryan here, founder of The Blueprint Training. 
If you are an agency, freelancer, or consultant, we have got the perfect community for you. Our Pro Slack community was built by agencies for agencies, and it is all about creating a network, a support system for fellow agencies and consultants to share knowledge, tips, tricks, templates, and get help from the community. We're here to help remove that anxiety from managing and dealing with clients. We're here to be your security blanket. So if you're interested in checking it out, all you got to do is go to the blueprint.training, hit the big old button that says Pro Community. That's it. Let's get back to the show. 100%. So you've already kind of teased into putting this in practice. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we should probably save this for, for next week's yeah. conversation, right? So just to recap what we talked about here today, right? The, the whole point of this conversation, and we're going to be creating some very specific trainings for this inside the blueprint training, right? In terms of what is the process that you need to follow? Cause that's why people come to the blueprint. Well, we'll give you the templates. We'll give you the SOPs. This is to really start to get you thinking about and can really convincing you that you should be using LinkedIn, right? And yeah. even if you don't have the right strategy, you don't know what to post, just start posting. <laughs> I, I hope that this conversation at least has given you enough to understand that one, LinkedIn is a incredibly valuable platform for you as an agency owner to be on because A, it's the only social network that's built for professionals, right? Period. <laughs> We're not talking about Instagram or TikTok where people are dancing and doing other shit. Like people are there to work. Period. That's I the thought, I thought it was Twitter for a while. That was like my thesis was like Twitter's the game. Be on Twitter. You can go. And I was getting crazy viral responses. Twitter's a good platform too, right? Especially in the in the SEO space. But what I'll say about Twitter is that there's a it, it's a little bit of a false growth in a sense because it's other marketers. Twitter is yeah. the number one social network for marketers, especially SEOs. So nothing against Twitter. I use Twitter a lot too, but I agree. Twitter is when it, when you look at the entire life cycle in terms of What's going to help me make more money and get leads? LinkedIn is just a better platform for it, right? People are spending more time there. They're engaging. People comment a lot. There's a lot. There's just a lot of there, there, there's a lot of people and eyeballs on LinkedIn right now, right? That's number one. Number two, you don't need a huge following to have success, right? If you start understanding who and what you should be talking about, then you can pick up leads and pick up attention quicker than any other social network out there, right? I mean, Instagram's a freaking wasteland. TikTok is, is still a little bit too green. Again, Twitter is is cool, but it, it, it's just, it's not the same as, as the impact it has on LinkedIn. So consistency is key, understanding who you're talking about and having a unique point of view are some of the initial keys. And what we'll talk about next time is more of the tactics, right? So again, we've been talking a little bit more high level here why you should use it, what you should be doing on there, some light examples of, of people who have had success. But next week, what I want to talk about is the specific tactics, because I think we both have very specific formulas and let's just call it what it is. LinkedIn is a copywriting platform, right? So even if you're not a good copywriter, next week, we'll talk about some very simple templates and directions that you can go in. I had some notes here that like personal stories, graphics play really well. Like you said, that chart that goes up and to the right when it comes to like SEO success, talking about customer stories, not in terms of you, like I did this, but they had success from doing this right through you. Screen shares of your work. Again, Jessica from inside the blueprint training the other day posted like a very simple, almost like a GIF screenshot screen share of the website quality audit. And she was talking about how she uses that to keep content fresh. It got over 500 likes and she does not have a huge following. She has like less than 3000 followers, templates and giveaways. I just got like over 500 comments on a template post. And I literally told people pretty much that this is a landing page <laughs> and you know, it, people still commented and want to see it. It's just, there, there's, 
there's some very specific formulas that you can follow, right? That we'll talk about next time, a lot more of the tactics, right? What should you be posting and how should you be writing that? Even if you're not a master copywriter, because in all fairness, Brendan, you are a tremendously good copywriter. I'm a pretty good copywriter myself. So people might look at this and be like, well, easy for you to say you guys are good copywriters. So we'll share some templates. We'll share some posts that are proven winners when it comes to LinkedIn, picking up visibility. And then I think even segment it from, cause you already alluded to it. Like, Hey, this is a really good post to pick up engagement and attention to build relevancy. This is a really good post when you really want to throw a right hook and pick up some leads because I've seen you do that as well. I also want to talk about how to set up your profile for success a little bit. Like what should your profile look like? You know, work history, you know, I'm under the impression that you don't need to have your McDonald's <laughs> work experience from high school when you were on there. So I think we got a, a good show set up for next week. We'll talk about getting more tactical on LinkedIn and Spoiler alert, how we went from teacher to 500K in pipeline was LinkedIn. No, I'm just kidding. Overnight. Uh, yeah. Overnight success. <laughs> yeah, one week. Awesome. This is good, man. Look forward to next week. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan. Yep. Look, if your agency is creating more stress than income, you're in the right place. First, make sure you're subscribed to our show so you get notified every week when we publish a new episode. But tell me, do any of these things sound familiar? You get a knot in your stomach every time a client asks a hard question. Are they going to leave? Are they going to cancel? Maybe no one in your life understands the pressure of being a leader. Maybe you want to get to $100,000 a month in revenue without sacrificing your entire personal life. Or maybe you just don't know how to get the big fish clients that you really want. Look, you already know you aren't alone. The hardest part of scaling my agency was not having anyone who was willing and qualified to help me when I needed it. That's why we created the Blueprint Pro community. Get access to a network of experts and agency owners who can answer your questions, give you advice, and share important industry news and insider secrets. Join us at the blueprint.training and click the pro community button at the top to apply.